Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast, British Columbia. It's a sunny day. It's cold. It's cold. (laughs) We are headed into winter. We're kind of in shock. Joining me as usual is Jill Kirby, astrologer from Victoria. I'm Maureen Reed, and I am from Powell River and an astrologer and study enthusiast Jenna Short is in East Vancouver. Yes. Yes. Okay. And this is her episode. Why? Because she is in the film industry. And of course, we've been having these really ugly strikes and stuff. So we're going to look at a bunch of those charts. But prior to starting that, we are going to talk about some experiences of the eclipse season, which unfortunately on a global stage has the first eclipse is just ugly. Um, but we kind of suspected that with Pluto, Mars holding host to it. Um, not a good combination for um, benevolence, <laughs> I guess one could put it. Um, and we have another one coming up here, the final one in the Taurus Scorpio series, uh, which is on the 29th. So we're not out of eclipse season yet. Um, this, though, will probably air after um the november forecast issue but anyway so eclipse stories who would like it wiped me out i just was really tired ah yeah Yeah. okay and jenna and i had some health issues and was shooting a movie and then was in a minor car accident but the movie went really well the show went really well but everything else feels pretty chaotic yeah yeah so all three of us have late degrees in cardinal signs so of course pluto is and mars were you know kind of dinging activating things (laughs) things yes i had a major blowout with um who with a person in my guild who absolutely did not deserve for me to go off on them and you know just one of those horrible horrible moments that you wish you could take back and of course you can't and you can apologize six weeks yeah. Sunday but it's still it you know it's and it doesn't help to blame it on the planets <laughs> oh, I don't I don't right it's my stuff and I know it yeah and um anyway so yeah it uh i think it's affected obviously a lot of people oh yes um hopefully it is not setting the tone for the next year and a bit of eclipses over the libra aries axis Um, what will be nice is by the fall late fall pluto will not be going back into uh the cardinal sign of capricorn and so and I haven't looked at the eclipses for next year to see if it's. No, I think so. I think only maybe in the fall. The fall one might have Pluto holding host, but it won't be close. It won't be exactly squaring the axis because the axis will have, you know, moved yeah. down. No, so the, the nodes travel in reverse order to the zodiac. And so, you know, it'll probably be mid 
Libra Aries rather than right at the yeah. end of Libra. Yeah, I think we're kind of in the most intense part of that Pluto total yeah. axis thing that's been going on. Yeah. And I mean, it won't may not set the tone for the next year and a half, but certainly for six months. Oh, yeah. hmm. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it kicked it off with a biggie because, uh, you know, it was a total eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. just in case we didn't might not not notice it otherwise. <laughs> it's okay. a partial lunar eclipse this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Because it's not in the same sign as the nodes and it's not close enough to be total. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One sign away oh, in Taurus. Eclipse. So um what I've been hearing other astrologers say with this next one is the stuff that has been needing to change over your Taurus Scorpio axis, um, the changes should be able to start to move forward without any hindrances. And yeah, yeah. So it should just feel like a closure piece, which. Right. Great beginnings and great endings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let us look at, and we, I guess we're going to start with the, uh, the successful strike. So I will, the one that came and has, you know, created conclusions. Uh, let's see now. Um, I'll just put them up as oh, my little toolbar. It's always in today. Let's do a wheels. Okay, so we have the strike start and the strike end. So in these two charts, and this one um, is set in full signs for those who care to know, um, we had, so the Writers Guild, is that the correct terminology? Yeah, the WGA, Writers Guild of America. Okay. Which so, is part of the, the SAG organization, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they, they have an overarching umbrella. Yeah. yeah. And so strikes are usually set for midnight. So that is what I set it for. May the 2nd, 2023, put the moon up there on the MC in Libra squaring, of course, um, what was to be, you know, Pluto backing up into cardinal signs. So it's interesting that it's on. It's on <laughs> our um, stuff but anyway uh yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah, and pluto stationing yeah and pluto was stationing i thought that was rather significant that it was called then um we have you know the conglomeration of the taurus piece um in terms of creative you know, this was to be, I suspect, a practical strike for practical reasons. Um, Saturn would be the strikers, and that is in Pisces in the third. So, Perfect. yeah, so, you know, they, the chart in and of itself other than Pluto stationing, that might have been the best thing going for it. And Saturn's not really aspecting anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So nothing to come against it or to... Nothing to work with it, nothing to be constructive yeah. with it being left alone. Yeah. Mars, in, in, the, <laughs> Mars <laughs> in the seventh would have, 
you know, said, you know, that the opposite party was up for a fight. Uh, but it's not an especially strong Mars, right? It's in its fall. Uh, it's in uh, the bounds of Jupiter, so it can be swayed. Uh, it is being overcome by Jupiter in Aries uh, and overcoming on the 10th square. So that is helpful. So. Yeah, yeah. So that was useful. Um, yeah, not a particularly contentious chart. But what's interesting is when they signed, I mean, this is just a lovely chart when they signed and went, yay, it's over. Right. Um, so we have the moon with Saturn. So Saturn was, you know, um, the people on strike. And so the moon said, yep, we're, we're going to take this. We're going to accept this. Pluto was in the um, seventh. So yeah, maybe not as good as they think it is. Maybe <laughs> there is that possibility. You think? Um, no, they were pretty, I mean, they gave the impression, at least the WGA, that they were very, very happy. Yeah. Well, you got, so, you got the inconjuncts there that, yeah, yeah it's not pretty. It's not perfect, but so what was interesting is Mars um, is uh, with Pallas, um, the asteroid Pallas, and of course Mars was in the seventh house of the start of the strike, so that did represent the the owners, um, and you know, so they had strategy on their side. So time will tell. Time will tell if it if it stands up. We do have. Um, the other thing that was interesting is um, Venus uh, was the part of the father and the part of the mother is Pluto. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that they just fell exactly on those. Um, but we do have, um, have I got the right yeah, no, that's the right chart. Okay. Yeah. Mars is part of a double yacht, actually. What's that? Mars is is part of two yachts. Yes. Yeah. So it's sextiling Venus, and they're both in conjunct the midheaven. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Creating some balance there, but it's also part of the uh, the yacht with the midheaven and. Neptune. And you're honest. Yeah. So yeah, it isn't as quite as it seems. Yeah. 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 So hey. do you feel and with the mid with Midheaven and the Nep and Neptune together yeah. in Pisces, also furthering that theory well, that it's not quite as it seems. Yeah. Well, yeah, Neptune seldom is what it seems, and especially in Pisces, because you know. Yeah. Yeah. has to do with the type of business it is yeah it's, so that moon... it's business of creating illusions yeah so that's very it's a very piscean neptunian yeah business. but the double uh, it's it could be interpreted that way it could be interpreted that they've been fooled in some way and this is just 
this fight is just going to keep evolving into something different. Like Neptune is going to like keep shape shifting into another problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, in a business like that, you know, who has the power? (laughs) Not the writers generally. Yeah. Follow the money. (laughs) Always. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we see money? Where do we see money? I guess Pluto. Well, in the original chart, it was Pluto in Aquarius. The second is, and it was ruled by that Saturn in Pisces. So the shell game with money. Right. The shell game. Yeah. So you put you put Saturn in Pisces, and where is the money? It's under which shell, right? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And in this one, it's cusping your ninth or your eighth house there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the part of fortune is kind of in favor because it is in the eighth. So mm-hmm. it, might, it might be an okay deal. Yeah. And that uh, moon Saturn, that combination is on the original charts. Um, it squares the MC, uh, or the ascendant MC of the original chart. So that bringing the closure. And so because that worked in this chart, I went looking in the next chart for something that might trigger that same kind of effect. Um, Whether that's a traditional thing, I have no idea, but it just, I kind of like that. Because it's what worked in this one. They also had Jupiter equals Mercury Uranus. you know, so they liked the sound. It was a new deal. It wasn't the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 But kind of North feel- Node on Chiron. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. That sounds healing. Uh, but Mars is on the South Node. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Twenty degrees. Yeah. So unfortunately you know, the dissolving of said agreement, you know. Um, and Pluto is squaring. Yeah. <laughs> now, fortunately, Pluto will move into a fixed sign. And so that may not be a problem, right? Uh, once Pluto is out of connection with the, um, with the nodes and uh, into fixed signs, yeah. Yeah, I looked at it a little bit in the context of the, like when the guild was founded. Oh, okay. So do you have charts to share? Yeah, I, I sent them to you. Okay, yep, well, I'll put them up on the website for sure. Yeah, I just thought that was a, an interesting <laughs> thing to look at. Um, now, my, my the chart is somewhat speculative because basically they had a secret meeting at somebody's house. And at, okay. the end, and at the end of that meeting, they formed this guild. Right. I forget. Okay. You know, people were there, but you know, more than a dozen, I think. But um, so I kind of set it for 10 p.m. because I thought if they're meeting secretly at some house, it's probably in the evening. <laughs> yeah. 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 And what was interesting to me was that you have this zero Pisces on the ascendant, and, and mm-hmm. Saturn's been hanging around that, right? Yeah. Here we are again. 
Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Well, I don't know that that's confirmation, but I just thought it was interesting to look at how the the strike and settling sign or charts worked with this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what they were hitting in this. Um, but yeah, this is. I mean, this is the day that they apparently formed it. it was back in 1933, right. and um, and of course Pluto is with Venus and got, the other thing is we got all this Cancerian fifth house stuff which kind of fits with being creative totally creative creative guild yeah. right yeah so uh but Pluto has has been <laughs> doing the opposition with that and so the notes have been squaring it too as we've been going through this when was the last time they had a strike do you know Jenna like in the last 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So probably when Pluto went into Capricorn and would have opposed that sun. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 Who knows? I, yeah, I didn't look back to see mm -hmm. that. I just thought this was an interesting place to start with it to see how it all fits into it. Mm -hmm. It was February 9th, 2008. Sorry. It was February 9th, 2008. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, Pluto going into Capricorn. Exactly. Yeah, the whole yeah. financial crash business and all that stuff going on that year. Yes, Pluto was busy. Yeah, so I, that that emphasis there in the seventh house that is, yeah, like there's the requirement for detail in the contracts that they do with their partnerships. Um, but with Neptune and Jupiter blah, in the South Node. Well, Neptune can jump the South Node, yeah. Yeah, like it's like, how are you ever going to get that nailed down in a way that is actually... Well, and especially if, if they do have Pisces rising in yeah. Neptune. And yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a difficult combination. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you do have a couple of yachts. You got a very you got an exact yacht or... Sorry, in conjunction between Mars and Uranus. Yeah. So there's kind of built-in adjustments that will be needed. Yeah. Probably rather suddenly and aggressively. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that that in conjunct is like a fighting nature about it? Well, in in conjuncts tend not to have that much energy. They're like the itch in the middle of your back. You can't quite reach. They're an irritation, but they don't yeah. carry carry the energy of a square, for example. Yeah. Okay. But you yeah. kind of. So nobody's ever really satisfied. No, no. It's uh, it's like this ongoing irritation, especially with those two two guys involved. Yeah. That was that's what I would take. Yeah, and Mars rules the sign that Uranus is in then, too. And the seventh, Mars in the seventh. Yeah. yeah that's, and then that's Aries in the awesome. second. Oh, who are they like fighting? Money and relationships, money yeah. and art. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, again, we're back to the second house money thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the ruler of that is Mars. So yeah. the money people aren't going to give up control. <laughs> they don't. Careful when you make a guild. Plan your plan your guild launch carefully. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And like I say, you know, the 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 houses are speculative, but it kind of seems to fit. Yeah. 
when I was looking at it. And then when I look at the, uh, the what's been happening, if we look at them um, when the strike started, Saturn had gone into Pisces and wasn't hovering around this mm -hmm. degree, but we'll look at when they look at this Neptune opposite Mars. Oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Jeez, you got Neptune, Neptune opposite Mars and and Jupiter hitting that Uranian triggering, oh, yeah, yeah. triggering the yeah. right? And 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 in the founding chart, you've got the in conjunct between Jupiter and Saturn in 12. So yeah. And, the Mars and then Mars is activating Pluto down here. Yeah. Right. But this was interesting to me because you know, when they started, Pluto was stationing and was in air in Aquarius. Yeah. Right. So I think that's the difference between the writer's strike and the actor's strike to some degree. I mean, that's one of the pieces that's different. Yeah, definitely. And I think that could be a substantial difference. Yeah. So, yeah. And actually... Substantial difference being... Well, just Pluto changing signs, it's a whole different kind of energy. It's a different era, yeah. Yeah, different era, and like Jill has is usually pointing out to us, it falls with that twentieth Saturn conjunction, which did does herald um, at the age of air for the next two hundred years. So these yeah. are writers. I mean, they're both going into you know an age of air. It's all about air, going from yeah. that earthiness into the air, right? Yeah, the different. It's a whole different feel, and also in this. In the strike chart, you've got the moon trining yeah. Pluto, and they're both trining the yeah. natal iron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Iron in the third, which is writers, right? Yeah. Wow. So uh, again, if if that's if the houses are right for the founding chart, then that kind of makes sense to me. Yes, it does. Yeah. So we've talked about how Pluto moving from Capricorn into Aquarius is like bringing up conversations about distribution of wealth oh, yeah. and breaking traditional approaches oh, to yeah, society. Do you feel like this, the WGA's chart is a positive reflection of that shift happening? Well, I think it's an indicator. I mean, I don't, you know, who knows what's going to come out of it in the long run, but um its you know, founding intentions, though, run in um, um, like having Pluto there in Cancer. Um, a Pluto in Cancer does not get Pluto in Aquarius, right? No. Yeah, they're they're more familiar with the Pluto in Capricorn as a nemesis than they will be with Pluto in Aquarius. Yeah, but again, you know, if, if the whole distribution of wealth thing is mm -hmm. going to change, mm -hmm. then yes, you know, we because this is all about who has the money, right? That's always Pluto's yeah. thing. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, look at the second house here. <laughs> Were they talking about money? <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, that's always 
it's always a follow the money situation it has been for a long time but i think that's one of the things that's shifting and yeah you know, so the, the guilt itself may have to evolve to go yeah with. and capricorn is it is is a top-down hierarchical yeah thing they've always got the people at the top in, in opposition to that right whereas aquarius says yeah no let's make it more egalitarian let's spread it out that's yeah so I, I think, you know, we are, you know, we are in a whole new ballgame and we, we don't know where it's going, but it's going to be big changes, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was just an interesting mm -hmm. way to do this. And then um, looking at when they settled. In, writer's strike, and there it is. So, like I say, you've got Saturn on the North Node. It's almost like, okay, you can move forward now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And with the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That, the moon being the classic trigger of something happening. Yeah. And so, again, if, if this is where things fall in the chart, it's just an interest. And you've got Mercury on Jupiter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, and then the Ascendant is on the sun, so yeah. yeah. It's almost exact to the minute. Yeah, so you're yeah. very close with what you're, you know, surmising in terms of yeah. of the original chart. And and Uranus is actually sextiling the, the Pluto. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, positive change, positive yeah. transformation, the push. And Jupiter is actually trining. Yeah, itself and... It's squaring Saturn, but but that but that's a positive. That's a twelfth of Saturn. <laughs> if there's respect involved with a square, then it can work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like with Saturn, like with that push that you said of the founder Saturn to the strike ending, there's like a constructive note to Saturn. Being and, on the north node, and of course, Pluto has Pluto backed into the 11th house and it's now trining Mars, yeah, and opposite their Venus, yeah, and opposite the Venus. So recreating that Venus Pluto conjunction, on yeah. Earth. So, I, I just think, yeah, all of that was quite an interesting mm -hmm. look. And, and Do you feel like do you think AI can be seen like I'm trying to place AI as an entity and it surfacing in other art forms? Like, is it is it Saturn? Is it is it Pisces? Is no, it it's the twelfth house? It's is it Saturn in Pisces? It's a Uranian thing. It's a Uranian thing. It's technology. Yeah. Okay. So and so you've got the North Node on on Uranus. And Uranus sextile Pluto and trining, you know, Jupiter Mars. So in conjunct Jupiter Mars. Yeah. Hmm? No. In conjunct. Transiting. Oh, that one. Yeah. Mars? Today's Uranus. Yeah. yeah. The original That's one is. You're talking about where it is when they ended the strike. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty almost exactly sextile and pluto in their fifth and and it's 
Yeah, in between so, those two. Yeah. In, the, in between the, those two, which brings in the Mercury thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely was part of the discussion, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, I don't like the Neptune opposing Mars because. Yeah, no. <laughs> As no, well, and with the Mars in conjunct their own Uranus. Oh, it looks all fine. Well, it is the ruler, uh, again, if this is accurate, it's the ruler of their ascendant in the modern system. So that's them. Mm. And they feel like they maybe won. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, I wasn't expecting. I mean, yeah, everyone feels like they they oh, won. I thought this is a positive thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Like at the end of a first movie where you think the villain is dead and really he's well, shape shifted into something else. Um, well, there's another movie. With, when you're dealing with a, a system like we have at the moment, that's kind of a given <laughs> because it's still. You know, money controls things, and so you know that's the the people who are part of this guild, and you know, they they're not the ones with the big bucks. Well, what do you think about AI in terms of its its own intelligence? in that it's changing and evolving and it's elusive. It's called artificial intelligence. That tells you all you need to know. It's not real intelligence. It's programmed stuff. You, a computer is programmed. It can not, learn from human well, minds they and tell reflect it. All kinds of stuff. I'm not sure I believe what they tell us. And, and it's still a machine. It's not a human being. It doesn't have a human mind and they can't build a human mind. Only God can do that. So they think they're gods and that's, they're wrong. But anyways, um, no, it's, it's artificial intelligence. They want to create everything artificial. They don't like the real, the real thing that God created or was created. So yeah, that's my opinion on that. So Pluto going into Aquarius yeah. sometime next year. I'm waiting for that day. Permanently in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you fall, feel like in November it does its final ingress? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I Maybe do. that's when we'll see movement. Maybe that's uh, when we'll see like a shift in. Well, it'll be the what we're talking about this foreboding. Well, like yeah, ill intent. The shift is not going to be an overnight thing. But I think gradually, yes. And I think what needs to happen and will happen is, um, you know, we're going to rediscover all those technological things that have been hidden from us, like free energy and all kinds of stuff that we know was there. And they said, yeah, but we can't make money off that. So um, I think there's a, you know, going to be a huge movement that, you know, Pluto is mass movements, and I think there's going to be a movement to free up that kind of stuff. Where is this freedom? So, you know, we'll see. Yes, exactly. We will see.
you know, none of it's a known thing at this point. That is, you know, certainly where what I want to envision. I don't want I don't want an artificial world. Thank you very much. <laughs> I kind of like the real thing, like nature and stuff. So, yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. I would look at Uranus as the uh, as what's. Yeah, I I agree. I think Uranus is the the signature yeah. for. Um, and what's interesting about you know Uranus and artificial intelligence is when it hits Gemini, um, the capacity for what it's capable of will definitely be on display when Uranus hits Gemini, right? Because then it's communication abilities, right? It's, yeah, we're talking about it, what its capacity to learn. Yes. And it will start to really show up what it yeah. actually is capable of learning, right? Yeah. 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 What the... um, I, I can report uh, from um, known sources <laughs> in Google and in Facebook. So the adoption of AI in Facebook and in Google um, will and the programming side, the human programming side. Okay, AI will take over all of the programming duties, but people will have, so programmers will have to pivot to customer interface. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's sort of speaking to what Jill was saying that um, yes, AI can learn, but um, it's well, capacity to understand the human interface is not there yet. And yeah, what they have is algorithms. They teach it algorithms. Yeah, yes. exactly. So the, the, my sources are people that work on the tech level at Google and at Facebook. So, yeah, and that's that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. they're, they're pivoting people from doing the actual programming to yeah the interface yeah yeah so yeah spooky spooky well it's it's um i think in i know in my own case that um i'm i'm actually starting to get what my dad used to feel um, so my dad was born in 1905. Um, mm -hmm. So the first Model T was on the road. Um, and two years before he passed, he actually experienced, you know, somebody carrying around the shoebox size cell phone. Yeah. yeah. And blew his mind. <laughs> you know, like literally, like how, how you know, and and I can remember because I was there when that happened. And at that time, I had, you know, the misconception that I was keeping up with, <laughs> you know, the changes in society. Of course, that was back in the early 90s when that yeah. happened. And since then, I can't believe the pace at which I've fallen behind. Oh, yeah. 
you know, it's, and, but so now I get my dad, you know, like I get that kind of, huh? Disbelief. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, it's, um, it's a level of speed that I do not have any sort of training for or familiarity with, whereas people that are born now, of course, they hit it with that speed, right? Mm. That's their normal. Definitely not my normal. No, but I, you yeah. know, I don't have a huge desire to be all caught up on that kind of stuff. Like I say, I'd rather go for a walk in nature and actually enjoy <laughs> yeah. the natural world, that kind of thing. But it's going to yeah. get, I think for me personally, harder and harder to um, make the connections to understanding, you know, um, hmm. what's actually going to happen because I, you know, that, that ship sailed <laughs> and it's almost over the horizon already. And I, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah. Because it's speeding up, it's not slowing down. And Pluto and Aquarius will definitely see it will mm -hmm. it will oppose all of us, Pluto and Leo. Oh. Right? So, you know, um yeah, it it's gonna leave our generation in the dust. It just will. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I wonder for us Saturn and Aquarius folks if it'll the conditions you guys, you guys will be the people who will be taking responsibility yeah for where that ship is going yeah we'll be the leaders in that regard yeah good luck with that yeah I'm I you know <laughs> don't really want to take it up but you can do it we know you can <laughs> we have no idea how <laughs> You can do it. We know you can. Anyway, let's move on to this, the actors one. And and I misspoke earlier. I was looking at my notes for this chart, not for the other one. But anyway, so we'll, okay, actors strike. Let's just pull this up. Yeah, so this Mars is with Pallas Athena. Uh, anyway, so as Jill was saying, this is a very different chart. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, we do have Venus slowing down, but she's still got a number of days um, before she stations. And so I looked at the midpoint. And so the midpoint between the MC and Capricorn and the Aries is uh, 25 degrees of Aquarius. And so there was a possibility there in the very early weeks of October because Venus, of course, went retrograde, stopped, and then headed back. So it had already crossed 25, come back, 25, forward. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, it didn't settle then. Um, and I, you know, I sort of looked at that when that happened. And yeah, again, the yachts. Because Venus is the operative player here. It's the, you know, it Mars, Venus are the two that are in negotiations, Mars being um, the actors. Uh, they do have the North Node on their side. Uh, the South Node is with, you know, who they're striking against. 
Mm. So, of course, Venus has this Jupiter Uranus that is ruled by Venus that and they've got Uranus conjunct. Yeah, nor the true note. I mean, hey. part of fortune. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Jupiter is exalted, I think, in Taurus. No, it's exalted in Cancer. Um, but Jupiter likes to be in Taurus. It has no problem with that. Well, interesting though, you've got Venus is the apex of this yacht with mm -hmm. Neptune. Yeah. Neptune hovering around the ascendant there. Yeah. And and then you've got the other yacht between to Mercury. Mercury and the midheaven and Saturn. Yeah. yeah and so what's nice with that Mercury is it is um out from under the beams of the sun it's moving fast so it's capable um and yeah so but the the achilles heel is definitely that saturn and pisces in the 12th mm -hmm. and, and again when you look at it against the uh, the guild chart the founding of the guild itself do you have the actors well it's the same umbrella it's the screen actors guild oh okay so the same chart oh i didn't realize that okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they were forming a guild for the whole entertainment industry at oh, the time. oh okay i did not yeah. know that yeah so okay. yeah yeah so again you know if if that, they do have that pisces ascendant saturn is definitely prominent in all of this mm-hmm but also Pluto, Pluto, like I say, in the other strike, Pluto had moved into Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Now it's backed up into Capricorn. So we're back. Yeah, to it, is, it is exactly squaring the, this nodal axis. So yeah, yeah that's 29 degrees. Yeah, and that's an aneuretic degree, never happy. And it's and the- Of course, if, if you're, what you're saying, um, so that Pluto Venus is, um yeah venus is uh, 27 so it does tie into that it ties into that neptune yeah yep. yeah can you explain what an aneuretic degree is please that's the 29th degree of any sign and it's unstable because you're ready you're not shifted to the next sign but you're yeah, yeah. you're in limbo yeah, yeah. or disintegrating is another way you might yeah, that. yeah, yeah. not yeah. stable yeah yeah. And so, yes, Pluto is backed up into that. And again, that's, you know, Pluto's the big money people and it's back in its happy place. <laughs> yeah. And in this chart, yeah, they where we're on top of too much room. power to start with by picking a day where, you know, Capricorn was on the, the midheaven. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing it has too is to that ascendant at 13 degrees Aries. This is the midpoint of Neptune North Node. Mm. That is deceit and untruthfulness from others. Yes. Not a good midpoint. Not no. a good point. Mm. Yeah. No. It's, midpoint uh, can illuminate what exactly? Midpoints are hot buttons in a chart. Yeah. Because they're bringing together, even though they're not in aspect to the two things, they're bringing those energies together. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the bridge. Yeah. And between so those two energies. bridge is not a good one. No. Deceit and untruthfulness from others. Yeah. 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 
not good. Not, not what you want to build in for your, when you're, that's your first host trying yeah. to get your negotiations going. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 And this is, this is the beginning of the strike. Yes. This is the creation of the strike. Okay. We don't, have, we don't have an ending point yet, do we? Yeah. So could we characterize I that as? Do, I did do. Okay, so here's one of the possibilities. Let me just see now. That's Fran Drescher. Oh, right. This is the woman. Yeah. yeah. Don't have her. She's the president. Yeah. So she's the, I guess, the head negotiator. Um, she's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Of, so the, of the actors' Pluto, union. Her Pluto to the Mars of this chart. And that is the actors themselves, their union, because. Aries hmm. is the Aries, actor. of course. So representing actors. Good. She's got some power behind her. Um, her, well, we don't know that. We don't know that. And she's likely got Moon and Capricorn, so she does understand how they do structure. Yeah, we don't have a time for her, so it's no. But, you know, you do two hours for the moon, and this is a noon chart, so she's likely to have Moon and Capricorn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's useful to have an understanding of that. Um, I'm not so sure about Mars, Sun, Jupiter combination in Libra. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if she didn't have Pluto on the Mars of when they went on strike, I, I would not have picked her for a negotiator because she wants things to be too nice. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's well, and, and her moon is is actually, you know, or the moon here is is yeah. Well, not, it's square by sign, no matter where where in Capricorn it is, and I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, was it 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 likely is either closer to squaring Mars, the moon, or Jupiter, depending on her time. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So. You, you would have wanted a stronger negotiator. I mean, but at least she does have. Um, she's got that oomph. She's got that Pluto on there. Yeah, that does help. That's huge. But will yeah. Libra itself is, um, is not good at asserting itself because Mars is fallen in Libra. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. 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 It's uh, more likely to. Be agreeable. <laughs> well, she's not the only one yeah, well, that's in the negotiation, but she is the face of the union. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this chart is the full moon that's coming up. Okay. And what did I like about, oh, this is what I liked about this. Jupiter comes back to where it was when the strike started. So this is another eclipse, yeah. Yeah, this is the, the eclipse that's coming up. Yeah. And um, yeah, on the 28th. Well, we also have Saturn back to that uh, zero. Yeah. Zero degrees, if, if again, if that sag chart is correct. Then yes. Yes. Yeah. But we don't know. 
Yeah. But, and here we've got the, you know, the sun, Mercury, Mars, all in Scorpio. Mars is opposite that Jupiter. Um, yeah, Jupiter. There could be at least another round of discussions happening. Yeah, I think Jupiter needs to get direct going over this, I guess. Yeah, yeah I would agree. I would agree. That would be much better. When is uh, that? Um, Jupiter goes direct. After the, sometime after the eclipse. <laughs> yes, sometime after okay. the eclipse. Um, I, can, I can figure that out. Let me just... And Saturn will be going direct on the 4th. Yes. Okay, so Jupiter goes direct. Uh, Zero oh, degrees Saturn. Ugh. Yeah, so it's only midway through its yeah. retrograde. So yeah, because it's not that long after. Yeah. Yeah. So that is interesting because let me just see if I okay, so the January. So this would probably still have just do a by wheel here have Jupiter still retrograde, which sucks. Dang. Okay, so actors strike and January 1st. So no, Jupiter has stationed by then. Okay, but it still has to get back to, I think yeah, it's so the 11. But what I liked about this- but It's not Mercury stationing. Beg your pardon? Mercury stationing. No, it, oh yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah. January the 1st, yeah. yeah. And so the midpoint between Mars and Mercury is squares the midpoint between the MC and the ACE. The yeah, I think I think the other piece is that Pluto has to get back into into Aquarius. Aquarius, probably, yeah. And so that won't happen until a couple of months later, which is too bad because that just means the strike is going to go on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah, I really thought it would have it would have been done by like mid next month, yeah. but I'm starting to think that might not be the case. Mercury is stationed on an exact in conjunct with the Uranus. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like breakdowns. Yeah. And also in, in hurdles, the sun at the time of that, so so yeah. forming as it stations. So. And it's, you know, with Mars up there and Sag, so yeah. I, I, yeah, I probably think it's not. Be but there could be some, you know, some sort of stuff happen then. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's successful, probably not, but yeah. Same with this uh, eclipse coming up. There's likely to be the start of negotiations again. Um, they just, um, I just saw this morning that they're, they were supposed to talk to yesterday and today and now they're pushing it again because right. the union so, well, wants to they, regroup yeah so the you know the eclipse is the 28th 29th so that's you know the start of next week or sunday monday somewhere in there yeah so it is saturday yeah. saturday yeah, night yeah well, i think yeah looking at it with the uh, sag founding chart mm -hmm. too is gives an interesting mm -hmm. Uh, perspective given the other ones we looked at yeah yeah so I wonder with the moon the moon in Gemini mm -hmm. that with the new with the new moon in Gemini happening at the end of November 
No, it's, it's no. okay. Yeah. So your moons are opposite where the sun is, right? Your new moon. So a Gemini new moon isn't going to happen until December. End of no oh, I thought it was the yeah. end of November. Well, it could be the end of November. November 27th, I believe. Is that something that could bring about a positive push? Yeah. And so a lot of other things, the moon is not a... It's, it's usually a trigger kind of thing rather than... Yeah. A, than the player itself. Yeah. yeah. It's not a player, but it's a... It's the trigger because it's it the trigger of other events. And it moves so quickly. It's, yeah. It, okay. It, because it moves quickly. It's like the second hand, hand on the clock, not the hour hand. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So I did, I sent out that list. I'm not remembering what it said for what degree it's at. Does one of you have that list handy? Yeah. And we have a little quiet time. It's four degrees. It's four degrees? Which is on my agenda. That will trine the mercury. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So there might be some movement, but not necessarily a catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah. And it will be squaring the Saturn in yeah. the chart. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know, looking at it with the the other the founding chart gives a a different kind of perspective on that too. Mm -hmm. So, do you okay of that um, those charts for yeah yeah yep. So the, the SAG founded and the, where's the act? Oh, there we are, SAG strike. Yeah. What happened? Oops, sorry. Cancel that. <laughs> I know, I often hit that and it's like, no, no, I don't want to close the program. I just wanted to bring this forward. Because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't working. There we go. Uh, sag founded. Uh, sag straight. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> yes, technology, not my friend. So yeah, this is interesting. We got yeah, Mars on the south node. Right. So again, it's south node. So and very close to the Neptune of that chart. So things are not going to be clear quickly. I think. Yeah, it can get pretty bogged down. And also Pluto's, you know, still in that Capricorn, mm -hmm. they, which means it's on the opposition to the Venus. Yeah. And uh, squaring Uranus and, you know, with, yeah, with the nodes as well. So it was not a good time for them to choose to do this, really. Yeah, no. To create... Timing is everything. We got kind of a Neptune Mars double whammy because we've still got Neptune opposite the Mars in the in the natal chart, so to speak, and Mars moving to the conjunction with Neptune. Yeah. So 
yeah, kind of a double whammy there. So I, I don't know. I, I think I think Saturn has to probably get back because it's going to back up past this and then needs to come forward again. Yeah. Maybe when it comes over one degree again, I don't know. That will help. Well, you because you've got this chart. Look at the the um, midpoint founding chart. No, no, the founding chart and um, the um, that WGR that full full no new moon was it that you were saying in oh November twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah. Put those two together because you've got it. Oh, I actually do have it here. Yes, yes you do. So we want the. Uh, the strike chart, no, the founding chart, founding chart, and, and the new moon. Uh, no, the, the new moon, no, the full moon, the full moon. Okay, because the, the new moon we've got Saturn backed up into the yeah, 12. Not likely to be terribly helpful, I think. But the next one, not likely to give any clarity by November 13th, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Okay. Founding, founding, founding and, and yeah, that one. Oh, well, here we've got. Uh, yeah, because oh, yeah. so it's popped back over. It's not quite at one degree, so maybe it's very close. It's getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mars now is. But Jupiter trining Neptune. Yeah. He's backing up still, so. Yeah, it's all these back MC and forth. on Mercury. There's likely to be an announcement. MC on Mercury. Okay, November twenty seventh, New Moon in Gemini. Yeah. A moment of yeah. hope. The full yeah, this this full moon is squaring yeah, it's squaring the axis and squaring this Neptune. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's. I'm just we'll looking see. for a Christmas miracle here. <laughs> yes, of course you are. We're talking about her job, eh? So yeah. she wants some good info. I would love to give it, but I'm not going to lie to do it. <laughs> no, I know. I appreciate that. I'm just digging a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, can't rush the planets, you know? <laughs> they, yeah. they have their own planets. Unfold in their property. I can't rush the man paying my checks. Yeah. 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 This is this is opposing Chiron and yeah. Sir. These are the actors, not the writers. So yeah. We're more about this house here. Yeah. They're asked the actors are asking for what I think a lot more than what the writers were yeah. asking for. Yeah. The actors want kind of like residuals. Yeah. Yeah. Like what you would get when you'd watch TV. Yeah watch episodes you know reruns writers and actors would get money from that being played on tv but now with streaming you don't get those residuals right well, TV. Oh. and the ai thing is still a big thing for them and it's getting harder yeah, and harder it will be when they're using fake stuff right there's so, something called a deep fake, which yeah, is taking it. someone's face, right? I've seen it. Exactly. I've seen it. I mean, cool. you, can, you can fake anything with that. I mean, it's hard to, you can't trust any photographic or video evidence of anything. 
Uh, Pluto is opposing Venus still here. Yeah. At line two. So, yeah. That's like, yeah, yeah, you could have a point there until Pluto actually moves out. I think it needs to keep get back into Aquarius. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Uh, Which is. <laughs> when does it do that? In, uh, January, I think around the 24th or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. It's just that if there is a date, right? Like, it all takes time for that to affect oh, the absolutely. industry. Absolutely. To get things up and running, right? going again. It will take like another two months after that. So yeah. if it is, let's say it is the end of January, that would yeah. be February, March. That would be almost a year. Yes. That hundreds of thousands of people are out of work. Yeah. Like, well, and the executive, not one industry, people that own it aren't making money either. You know. Yeah, there's a there's an awful lot of people out of work right now, not just in your industry too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it goes into Aquarius uh, on the twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah, I knew it was towards the end of January. Yeah. Well, the yeah. fight. I mean, this is just a reflection of what is happening. Twenty first. Yeah. Like we're saying. Yeah. And maybe this is what needs to happen for it to feel really hard and difficult for other industries to fight as well. Because if we just nipped it in the butt, then the news wouldn't be on it. Yeah. So. Well, it actually goes in on the 21st. It'll be conjunct the Aquarius sun. Okay. Oh, when it does that, interesting. Okay. And that really brings home that zero degrees of Aquarius, Jupiter, Saturn. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm that taking it. January. Yes, you can. You can take it. We'll let you. Third, third week of January. I'm taking it. All fingers crossed for you. There's no guarantees, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gotta. Things are uh, not the most stable at the moment. Oh no, no, nowhere. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. So. Alrighty. So, um, the three of us are well, maybe. The three of us are going to get together tomorrow and we are going to look at the month of November, which has a couple of interesting things in it. Um, and then in the background, Jill and I are going to start looking at the year ahead. <laughs> and we'll be doing forecasts like we did last year in December. We will look at... We'll do it in three sessions, cardinal, fixed, and mutable signs. Um, yeah, so that will be what we will be coming up with. But we will need maybe one or two other suggestions. For yeah, I've got them. You've got them. Yes. I've got them. All right. Astrocartography. Yes, yes. Well, that is Jill's forte. Yeah. She actually we have done that once before, but we can... Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So shoot your questions about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a case study. Okay. If you're interested. I have a friend moving to New Zealand next month. Ah. Mm -hmm. All righty. And Great. if we wanted to reflect yeah. on the past, I don't know, in places that we've all lived elsewhere other than where. Well, yeah. In, in the that story. I did is, yeah. I mean, my line for men is just classic. Oh. Like I literally met 
living on the same street, my first husband and my second husband. <laughs> and now Mars goes through that town. So it's your Mars. Yeah, my Mars line went through, but see, I have Mars in the seventh, right? So, right. Yeah. And it, rules, and it rules your ascendant. And it rules my ascendant. So, yeah. <laughs> so, no, if no. I need another one, I know exactly where to go. <laughs> but I don't. I, I will keep <laughs> You hold that over his head, dude. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Anyway. You can be replaced. I know where to get one. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah. ladies. Thank you right. again. Yes. And we will talk at you guys tomorrow. Okay. See you then. Bye. Bye. Oh, I have to find it. They've changed this. Oh.